Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. President Biden talking to a group of supporters yesterday admitted to them, at least, that he doesn't know if he'd be running if Trump wasn't running. He said, we cannot let him win. Joining us now on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline is Representative Angie Craig. Good morning, Representative Craig. Your reaction to what President Biden has to say, because he even told these supporters he doesn't know if he'd run and he's only doing it because he doesn't want Trump to win. Well, good morning, Benita. And uh, I agree with the president that uh, I don't think this country can go through another four years of a president Trump. Uh, So I certainly agree that uh, we have to do everything in our power to come together as Democrats and independents. And uh, even a number of Republicans in my district are absolutely committed to making sure that we don't have to endure another Trump presidency. Uh, Yesterday, the the news came out that House Financial Services Chairman Patrick McHenry from North Carolina uh, said he's not going to seek reelection. There's been some talk, you know, long lawmakers not wanting to deal with with what's been happening in Congress. What was your reaction to his announcement and what makes you continue to want to stay in Congress and, and deal with some of the things you have to deal with? Well, you just asked me the most asked question that I get these days. Look, let me start with um, Patrick. Uh, I am uh, most devastated uh, that the fact that Republicans who uh, are you know, uh, moderate, who uh, are those that work across the aisle and seen as bipartisan, are leaving the Congress. And, you know, part of it is I think they're just uh, fed up uh, with the institution, but it's also, um, you know, that the Republican conference, which is what they call their caucus, uh, it, it really has been completely taken over by the MAGA wing of the Republican Party at this point. The, the day I woke up and Tom Emmer was speaker designee and uh, was deemed too moderate for the Republican Party was the new that uh, was the day that I knew the takeover was complete. So look, I I think it's a loss to the country uh, that moderate Republicans are throwing in the towel uh, and saying to hell with it. Uh, The the party's been taken over and I can use my time better. It certainly has been the the case there for a lot of these lawmakers. Um, House Speaker Mike Johnson um, yesterday talked about the release of this footage of the U.S. Capitol attack and blurring out faces of the mob what what were your thoughts on what that his reaction to that and what he plans to do related to the blurring of the faces well so much for transparency uh you know anyone here who uh was 
in the Capitol on that day understands that our workplace was attacked by a mob. Literally, people died that day. And so, uh, to me, it is is really just a, a symbol of how far right Mike Johnson is on so many issues. But the fact that his main concern is to protect the criminals who attacked our workplace uh, is really just a, it's a sad day for the country and a sad day for the Congress. You know, uh, Mike Johnson is extreme in every way, though. Uh, he's uh, incredibly anti-choice. He's incredibly anti-LGBTQ rights. He wants to cut Medicare and Social Security. And again, he was unanimously elected by the Republican Party to be their leader. So I just could not be more disappointed in uh, who Republicans have selected as their leader. And we just have to work our way through this uh, until 25, because I my greatest hope is the American people and certainly Minnesota see how extreme the Republican Party has become. 725, we're talking to Representative Angie Craig. This farm bill continues to be kicked down the road here. Extension after extension. Do you, do you foresee any progress in, in the new year? Well, there's some challenges here, but uh, it's important to know for the farmers in my district that uh, there has been a one-year extension. So uh, we have some time now to get a good farm bill in place. Um, my understanding from our uh, Republican chairman, G.T. Thompson, is we'll start marking up the farm bill in the House in February or March. But there is a huge problem in the House in that Republicans uh, want to uh, expand and pay for it by clawing back the uh, uh, clean energy and renewable investments from the Inflation Reduction Act. So that's non-starter to a lot of us. In fact, the IRA made the most uh, substantive investments in uh, renewable fuel like uh, ethanol and uh, biodiesel in the history of our nation. So I think it's going to be a tough road here in the House. But my hope is that the Senate passes a, a more thoughtful, moderate uh, farm bill and that we'll be able to get a really good farm bill for farmers uh, in conference committee. That's my current expectation. Representative Craig, I know you and uh, other Minnesota lawmakers have been working hard on this mail delivery issue. Do you feel like there's some progress in that area and that your constituents and other Minnesotans are are getting their mail delivered on time? Well, USDS certainly continues to say that their service levels are fine. Um, But what The calls into my office and messages into my office really don't reflect that in many of uh, the post office areas, zip codes in my district. So, for example, um, you know, Apple Valley in particular recently uh, has been a problematic area. Lakeville's been problematic over the course of the last year. Egan has been incredibly problematic. So, um, you know, the, the story that USPS is giving me doesn't quite match up to the story my constituents are telling me. So, uh, we just got a response to a letter from um, Mr. DeJoy, the Postmaster General. It seems to indicate they are significantly behind uh, on their holiday hiring. And look, it's almost too late at this point. We've been warning them for a year that things were not okay in the second district. So, uh, you know, I'm continuing to be frustrated about the persistent malaise. And uh, often uh, I am getting calls too from letter carriers and postal workers talking about just incredibly poor working conditions and morale. Look, they give um, letter carriers at least one day off every 13 days. Uh, That's their stated uh, policy. Uh, I don't know if uh, you thank the letter carrier today, but do it because these folks are working 10, 12 hours a day, seven days a week often.
Oh, it's so true. My nephew-in-law is a, a letter carrier, and he just works so hard. You see it uh, if you know anyone who is in that position. On a more uh, personal note, uh, no, I know just a few weeks ago, the man who attacked you pleaded guilty, apologized in court. Now he's sentenced to 27 months. What were your thoughts about that whole experience and as you continue to move forward from that attack back in February? Well, first and foremost, uh, I'm, I'm glad that there's accountability for uh, the assault that uh, I experienced in Washington earlier this year. Um, look, 20 months uh, is uh, about uh, 26 months more than he's ever received. Remember, I was his 13th count of assault. As part of that sentencing, though, he's going to be required to go to mental health and addiction treatment. So my greatest hope is that there is never a 14th assault. Um, and so, you know, I'm rooting for him uh, during his incarceration and during his, enti- his time in treatment uh, that he can become a productive member of society. And I'm glad he finally is experiencing some accountability. The most he'd ever received for any assault before mine was 30 days in the D.C. jail. So all of those thoughts, and I'm glad to have that uh, part of the process behind me. And frankly, as I process what happened to me, Uh, I've recommitted and just uh, tripled down on my commitment to working on um, homelessness, on addiction, on mental health issues, as well as public safety, because all all four of those things are related in each of our communities. Representative Craig, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Hope you have a a happy holiday season with your family. Thanks, Anita. Have a great day. You as well. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 